potential for greatness lives within each of us. I dare. My name is Nikki Dare. I dare was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. I dare, the acronym for integrity of diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment is the hallmark of my life, derived from learning to evolve through difficult circumstances. Growth experiences necessarily result from these challenges. Without the obstacles, we never would know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation of triumphing over adversity. My personal mission, therefore, is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best, best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. I did, and so can you. It's about personal empowerment and unlocking your inner potential. I Dare, therefore, is a way of life. Please join me to discover your inner potential by sharing some of our own challenges. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and joining me today. Let's make it a blessed, joyful week this week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio. Heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, Women in the Field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, Community Emergency Response Training member, a FEMA certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare.
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're very outdoor. We know yeah. that. <laughs> so am I, very outdoor. Believe me, when I'm out there, as soon as I get on my boots and everything like that, I don't look like mm-hmm. this. Believe me. Put a little lipstick and everything. You know, then we can be a woman again. Yeah, we can be girls. We can be women. Exactly. So, okay, we're gonna start. As a girl. Growing up, we all have our role models, whether our own mother, parent, best friend from school. And as a business person, we look up to those people who are successful, right? Learning what it takes to become one. We all have, if we have one, we should, mentor by our side to guide us through some of the challenges in life. Leading by example is very, truly empowering. Okay. Apa kabar? I'm Indonesian. I gotta say that. Selamat pagi. Buenos dias. Bonjour. Good morning. <laughs> all right. Happy to be here with you all. And certainly we can learn a lot from some of the journeys of this fascinating woman. Welcome to our We Talk. I'm Nikki Dare, your host. Our goal is to inspire, grow, and bring women across the world, across the globe, together, collaboratively, to let our voices heard in so many issues that we Face and challenges, you know, that we face every day. Sharing these incredible stories of their journeys to their committed, um, continued successes, I should say, empowering women to break through the limiting beliefs and achieve their personal as well as professional goals. Now, our exclusive guest this morning, Sarah Wolfer, is such an inspiration all around. She empowers girls to be their very best through sports. Play like a girl. Little girls with dreams become women with vision. Sarah Wolfer, the beautiful inspiration, she helps female soccer players learn to play like a girl. I like that. Through personalized skill development and communication and uh, leadership training, all while having a female coach to learn from. Her company called Girl, Girl Boss, um, I'm sorry, Girl Boss Sports is a private soccer coaching uh, based in Seattle for girls by women dedicated to help girls become basically uh, women and uh, you know role models at, I'm sorry I achieve more in sports in life when they have coaches and role models to look up because I'm reading your bio right now <laughs> to understand the unique challenges that female athletes face and um, help me welcome the beautiful Sarah Wolfer, and she can tell you all of that herself. She is the CEO of this Girl Boss Sports. Sarah, how are you doing, my dear? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So how's the weather in there? Uh, this is based out of Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Seattle, Washington. Today is a little bit gloomy, uh, but not as bad as it can be during the winter. So, yeah. Well, you know what? That's Seattle for you, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Exactly. The summers are amazing. I love them. Uh, Winters, I'm still getting used to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, uh, in Southern California here, we had the rains, just like how you guys most of the time have the rain, right? And uh, we we basically, you know, celebrating right now the beautiful sunny skies here in Southern California. And so hearing, you know, somebody from Seattle said it's gloomy. Yep. We're all in this together, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> all, right. all of us. 
Yeah, exactly. So good to have you on our show. Welcome. Let's get started. Um, share with us a little bit about your background and why you chose this professional career. Uh, you have quite an impeccable accomplishment here. And I like to start the show instead of reading a long bio that has, um, you know, obviously all of your accolades here and accomplish, accomplishments. I want to hear your story. The journey, your journey, which you have taken that represent you today. Uh, mm -hmm. The story that have you who you are you know tell us why is this so important to you and you would like to pursue this particular field yeah definitely um, so again thank you for having me very excited to be here um, a little bit about me I've been playing soccer since I was four years old I was born in California actually Southern California uh, but I was raised in Oregon so that's really what I claim and soccer and I also you know I did track in high school I did pole vaulting um, I actually ended up getting the pole vaulting school record in high school which is one of my biggest accomplishments back in the day um, and when it was nearing time to pick a college I was looking at places you know where the weather was a little bit less rainy and a little bit more sunny and so I was looking at schools in California actually and also Florida and I found that um, I got basically I got offered a better scholarship opportunity in Miami at Barry University. And so I went on to play soccer there. And throughout all of this time, I've also been coaching. I've coached soccer since I was 14 years old. Um, my first coaching job was with two to four year olds, which is definitely an interesting experience. Mostly that just involves telling them not to touch the ball with their hands. <laughs> um, but then after that, I've you know coached clubs. I've coached, I actually recently coached at the college level here in Seattle. Um, I've coached male, females, really the entire uh, spectrum and different ages and all of that. And so that's always been something that I've been very passionate about. And it's always been a side hustle for me. So my primary job since graduating with my bachelor's and master's in social work has been being a social worker. And so I've worked with children and families. Uh, most recently, I've worked with people experiencing homelessness in Seattle and uh, that's kind of been my main focus up until very recently. And once I became, you know, I'm now fully independently licensed in social work, uh, just you know, at the end of 2018, that I passed my test and got everything done for that. And so now I actually just resigned, by the time this airs, it'll have been several months ago, but I just resigned um, last week from my full-time job and I'm about to dive in full-time to Girl Boss Sports. And yeah, so that's, that's really kind of how I got to where I am today. Any, questions about that? It, it sounds like a, a, you know, it's been a passion. You have the skills already, obviously, and then it becomes something that you really you know, enjoy. It's natural uh, mm -hmm. to you. It becomes a money-making career. Um, some of the struggles that you had faced at the time, well, you're, you obviously didn't find yourself back then. You already knew what you wanted to do, right? Uh, unlike a lot of us that you know, going through so many uh, different careers and everything. Now, um, a couple things. Uh, what are the struggles as a, you know, as a, as a girl, I should say, back then, and then trying to build as a woman entrepreneur and then as a, as a businesswoman and all of this? Share with us some of that journey. Yeah, definitely. Um, so being a female athlete definitely comes with different struggles than uh, my male counterparts have experienced. Uh, often also I've had mostly male coaches growing up, and it was hard to connect with them about what was happening in my life at the time. Um, I was lucky to have several female role models. Um, I was trying to think back, and I don't think I actually ever had a female soccer coach, but I had, you know, female teachers who had a big impact on me, and so that's kind of some of the struggles back then as an athlete. Even, you know, now playing co-ed soccer, it is very challenging to get some of the men on the team to pass me the ball, even though 
I like to say I'm pretty good at soccer. Um, so being an athlete has its own struggles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, yeah, so, um, should I say this is, is not really a female, um, maybe, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it's, it's been seen, I guess, uh, more acceptable as a, as a male, you know, uh, sports, right? Uh, when you see female, it's like, wow, she's gonna from a long way, basically. Tell me about that. You know what I'm trying to say in this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely, you know, sports in general and women playing sports is definitely viewed in society a certain way. Uh, there's definitely a lot less attention on it. One thing I don't know if I mentioned or that even that you're aware of, I, I'm also recently I joined the Seattle Majestics women's tackle football team. And within five years, we're hoping to be um, at that professional level. It's through the WNFC. And I'm learning a lot about, you know, this is American football now. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, I love it so far. The The team is absolutely amazing. The women are, that first child I went to, I probably got 200 or 300 high fives from them. It's just women supporting women, and they're impressive athletes, and I am a little bit nervous about the first time we start tackling in practice, but they said they're going to teach me how, and I've really just learned a lot from all of them now that, you know, this sport, this hasn't been available to women before. It's only been men. I've never, you can't turn on the TV and see women playing professional tackle football. And so there are, you know, soccer or football or basketball or really all sports or most sports, um, men definitely have the advantage. But there are, since Title IX passed, there are so many more girls and women that play sports. So I think it's like 4.7 million girls in the United States play soccer, or maybe that's worldwide. But there's a lot of girls who are playing soccer now. A lot of girls who are, I think it's two out of seven, two out of seven girls are involved in sports um, in the United States, so it's definitely, um, there's a lot of women and girls involved. The, the great impact, by the way, you continue doing so. Um, some of the things from your, you know, networking or your support system, I, sh I should say, this is new, the tackle. Um, how is that impacting to you as a, as a person, I mean, personally, uh, uh, and also your professional, you know? I mean, obviously, it's a success. It's another milestone that you had achieved, and, mm -hmm. you know, you want to continue on. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, yeah, they are definitely a huge support system. I've only met all of them, you know, three, four months ago at this point, and they have already welcomed me with open arms. And one of my biggest passions in life is being involved with women supporting women. And I really like what you say, the, I can't remember exactly how you say, collaborate, not compete with each other or something like that. Um, yeah, collaboration, not competition, exactly. Yes. So we are definitely competitive on the field. And again, I'll say it again, I'm impressed by the athleticism of every single one of the women involved in this program. But with each other, it's just such a team mentality. And they're supportive of my ventures with Girl Boss Sports. They're supportive of me as a woman, of me as a human. Um, and it's just, it's really been a remarkable experience to be a part of. And I, I really value having a support system. That's one of them. But I also have, you know, several other support systems that really mean a lot to me. Now, um, yeah, I think that's great. It's very empowering, by the way. Uh, as far as your, as your um, coaching, private coaching uh, venture, tell us about that. You're still continuing doing that, right? Because you just told me that uh, you're going to be full-time on this uh, Boss Girl Sports now? Yeah, on Girl Boss Sports, yeah. So uh, to tell you more a little bit about that, basically right now we're starting in Seattle. I would love to expand in the future to other areas geographically, and I think there's a lot of interest for this. Uh, but we're spanning from, you know, Kitsap and Tacoma all the way up to Shoreline. I'm hiring coaches, um, definitely have a few coaches in different areas right now. And basically we do private sessions uh, for girls by women. 
and it's really all about yes we focus heavily on the soccer skills and so they definitely improve in that area and their technique and their dribbling and their shooting or whatever their you know whatever their right. goals are because we're very individualized and person-centered but we also have a focus on confidence and the biggest one is probably communication and leadership yeah. and all of these things that can come up both as a female athlete but also a woman in this world and I see a lot of overlap between how hard it was for me and how hard it is for a lot of the girls I coach to even ask for someone to pass them the ball and how hard it is to go in and ask for a raise at work and so I think there's a lot of overlap between those two worlds. Yeah I, I believe so too I mean that just uh, a leadership through you know transformation through the sports itself in general um, as far as the girls and everything, how do you recruit these girls? I mean, do you work at schools locally or do you, how do you do this? Yeah, so mostly we haven't started working with schools yet. Uh, right now I'm doing a lot of, you know, social media ads and marketing and spreading the words, handing out business cards, um, going and talking to parents, having them hand out business cards. And so that's really how my primary focus has been so far. I'm definitely going to be increasing all of that and the outreach piece to schools and to other clubs and all of that once I'm officially done with my full-time job and I have a bit more time to focus on it. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think that that's, <laughs> you know, you, should, you have to take the drive, right? You're the driver here. Um, mm -hmm. So 4.7 million, oh my goodness. I mean, it has come a long way, I think, the soccer uh, sports in itself, right? We, uh, the <laughs> women, I mean, the girls and everything like this. Um, I, I saw something because I was just looking, picking on your website Mm -hmm. Is there a book? Is there a, well, not your website. I think was something that you submitted it to us. Um, is there a book that you're working on right now? Is that something that you can tell us uh, with the listeners? Or is that still something that you cannot discuss yet? If um, so, just give you a peek. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely still in the works. Um, I have a title figured out, but I don't want to share it yet because I haven't copyrighted all of it. But it's going to be basically about women in leadership and both in sports and also in the workplace. And um, in addition to what I've been talking about with Girl Boss Sports, I've also been in a supervisory or managerial role in my as a social worker for coming up on six years now. And one of my biggest passions is women in leadership. And again, like I said, women supporting women, leadership in general. I'm a little bit obsessed, actually, and I read probably 50 leadership books a year. Uh, so it's definitely something that I love talking about. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, sports and leadership it really can go hand in hand because I mean, you know, look at some of the successful sports women out there, you know, um, it, it leads by example. I mean, you're leading everybody and it's such an inspiration to see all of those women can do something that, you know, they think that they can't do or we can't, we're thinking we were just made that way. It's like, no, we can't do that because mm -hmm. only men can do that. But then when you have a mentor such as yourself or a guide, a coach um, and pushing you and pushing you, uh, that's another thing too. What are the challenges when you talk to some of these girls and then the girls, teenager, right? I mean, the 12, the 11. What? Mm -hmm. The youngest girl I coach is five and the oldest I coach is probably 21 and is in college. So it's the whole spectrum. Um, so I think most at this point with Girl Boss Sports, the clients who we are getting are those who want to have that female role model. Um, so I think they know and they'll, they'll see on the website that really what we're about is not just the soccer, but yeah. also about these other pieces, too. And so I haven't actually had any difficulty with parents. And in fact, they really are interested in what we have to talk about. Um, one of the, the one example I think of in a time this happened was when one client I was coaching, I think she was probably 13. And one of her goals was to become the captain of her soccer team. And so in addition to the actual you know, soccer skills and what it takes to do that, 
in the soccer specific realm, we also spoke about what do coaches look for in a captain? How do you actually make it known that you want to be captain? And we, we role played how she was going to go talk to her coach at the first tryout and say, Hey, you know, I know you're looking for two captains. I just want you to be aware that I really want to be one of those captains. And I'd like to know what you're looking for from me during these tryouts to show you that I'm ready to do that. Um, and I'm happy to say that she got the captain gig and her season went really well. Yeah. And it's situations like that, that, you know, they come up and those are some of my favorite situations to work with. You know, another client want, is in junior college and really wanted to get into D D1 or D2 college. She actually just told me today she got in. Um, and so we've been working a lot on, college preparation, what to do when you have those college visits. Cause I remember uh, not too long ago, I was doing all of those college visits and seeing the campuses and what to ask the coach, what to ask the teammates. Um, and so really we, we don't just focus on soccer, but we focus on those other life experiences that are happening too. Oh, that's really, really cool. Um, is there any, you know, your personal advices that you want to convey to the listeners or specifically women out there uh, in regards to your success, I mean, you know, through this leadership, you know, through through sports, basically, just simply by following your passion and, um, you know, becoming like, hey, this is what I do now, and it's becoming a business money-making career. Is there any uh, personal advice? I mean, it's a broad question, so I know that, but you can, you know, share your thoughts with us, really. The advice is probably to use our voice and that our stories hold a lot of power. And, you know, I heard on one of your past podcast episodes that you were talking a lot about, you know, 2018 was the year of the, the woman. And for me, I really see that 2019 is going to be even more the case. Um, at least that's how I see it. And so, <laughs> yeah, um, whether that's for girls and women. Um, and so I really value using our voice and how I believe that, I don't remember who said this, but when we stand up for ourselves, we're standing up for all women. And so that's really my, my number one thing is that if you're in a situation in which you're able to stand up for yourself, definitely do so. There's books out there. There's internet resources that can help you. Um, I mean, diving into a bit of a personal story here when I, I found out, not going to say who, but I was being paid unequally to two men at um, a workplace. And when I found this out, I was nervous. I didn't know how I was even going to bring this up. Um, and so I actually read several books on how to negotiate as a woman, what you're supposed to say, what things to avoid, uh, best practices. And the other big thing is that I do a power pose. Um, have you heard of the power pose before? No. So power pose is basically, if you can see me, it's like this with your hands on your hips. Um, and if you picture that fearless girl statue that's in front of the, I think the wall. Oh, street. power pose. Yeah. yeah. With, with the hands going like this and... I think I have one of that. And I, I was at a, one of this networking meeting uh, event, and then one of the girls was uh, telling me, like, yeah, this is your superwoman or superman pose. And I said, mm -hmm. I know that pose. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Yeah, so that is definitely, you know, something I did at the time, uh, usually before a big meeting or, you know, a time I have to advocate for myself or anytime I really have to, you know, lean into an uncomfortable conversation. Beforehand, I'll go into the bathroom. I'll do the power pose. I'll look at myself in the mirror, give myself some self-talk. Usually it's along the lines of, don't forget, you're a boss, Sarah, you can do this. You know, you know power pose. You have a, yeah, but you have a great tagline, though. Play like a girl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Play like a girl I and mean, be like a girl. I and, mean, you know, all of these things and everything. It's very empowering, Sarah. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing, too, uh, uh, the empowerment. The, uh, the, you know, obviously you've gone through a lot of um, self, you know, development and personal growth and all of that throughout the years and everything is incredible since, you know, as early as four years old, you've already embraced this sport. So you must be really advanced in this. Now with 
with that, you know, some of the male, like you said, I mean, they're all getting along with you and everything. How do you feel when you're competing with other, other men out there in the field, let's just say, and then they know you, do they get offended by your presence? They get, um, or they're, you know, the opposite. What do you think? Yeah. I think it's the whole range. Um, there are lots of really amazing men out there who are allies and who will pass you the ball and who will, you know, work with you, collaborate, be respectful. Um, but there are definitely a handful, usually a couple on every team. Um, yeah, I play a lot of co-ed <laughs> soccer. who <laughs> They don't want to pass you the ball, um, whether that's even after I've proved myself um, or, you know, at the end of a game when you're giving the high yeah. five, they'll, you know, they'll say something like, wow, you played really good for a girl. And I'll say something like, well, I mean, we did beat you, so it's not just for a girl. Um, as you can't tell, I'm pretty competitive. And my favorite pastime actually is to, you know, play soccer and play co-ed and to beat the boys because, you know, it's, it's usually pretty shocking to some of them. And so, yeah, there's definitely been situations where men have been inappropriate. There, there was, and it's, sometimes it's hard for us to stand up in those situations, but there was, there was one I can recall that, not too long ago. It's a very low level recreational, supposed to be just for fun, Sunday league where we go and drink beer after. And I remember this, this one man on the other team who just always tends to get yellow cards. And one time he fouled me and fouled me really hard. I didn't even say anything. I was just angry. And you could see it on my face how angry I was that I had just gotten fouled really, really hard. The ref called it. And I remember I was putting the ball down and he looks at me and I'm not going to say it on air, but called me some expletives. And I lost it's it. It's okay. Let it out. It's okay. okay. It's just nonsense. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I don't know if I can So he said, he called me a little bitch. And I absolutely lost it. I just remember dropping the ball and having to make a decision. Do I take myself out of this game right now? Or do I go try to fight this man who is significantly larger than me when I also don't know how to play? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I took myself off the field. And he still kept talking at me, talking at me. And then finally, I just screamed out probably 20 expletives in a row and told him, if you really want to do this, come over here right now. The ref ended up, you know, stepping in and gave him a red card, ejected him from the game, and it was done like that. But those instances really do happen, and those, I mean, still that one still shakes me up, and I still get a little bit upset. And when I see him and when we're playing, I still get upset by that. So, yeah, a long way to we go. We understand all of that. Right. We understand, you know, when we're in the male industry dominantly, and then we understand that, you know, we women have to step up, even prove ourselves, prove to them that we are way better. We have to better in our game, basically. Um, I think you did the right thing because you're in the right. So you just want to justify that and just say, hey, you know what? I am in the right. And you want to mm -hmm. let your voices out, basically, right? Um, and the most so there is another. Uh -huh. Go ahead. I say the interesting part of that is as soon as I finished yelling all of these expletives, which is not, I usually don't do that. And when I was walking off the field, kind of in a rage, probably 20 women ended up giving me high fives. And they were like, great job. Oh, I'm clapping. I he would be terrible. Like, yeah, hey. And that was just not the response I was expecting because I had let him have it. And I still remember it was an indoor soccer stadium and my words reverberated around the stadium. I was like, oh my gosh, that came out of me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it was definitely they will always hard. remember Sarah Wolfer. She yeah. was here. Right, exactly. Are there any other incidents that you want to share with us that we can, you know, it's, it's a is a is a sharing and then we can learn from that basically. Yeah. But what is the takeaway uh for you at that time, um, after the incident was over? What was the takeaway? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, there was definitely all sorts of reactions afterwards, especially given that I usually don't handle situations like that. I, I've actually only ever gotten one yellow card in soccer in my 25 years of playing. I'm not a super aggressive player. And so when that happened, it, it actually caused a lot of shame. And I was like, wow, should I have said all of those things? But then the more that I processed it and processed it with my, processed it with my support system, I realized that, you know what, he did need to hear those things. And sometimes it's okay to stand up for yourself, even if I had to use all of those words that I did. And it's really been something that I've tried to adopt overall now and shift my mindset around is that, you know, my number two big, like my two biggest values in life, number one is leadership and number two is courage. And so that was, for me was me, an example of living that value out and having the courage to be able to stand up to, in my opinion, who was a bully. And that's, that's something I don't, I won't say I enjoy doing, but it's something that I definitely want to live out in my life is continuously breaking barriers that can hold women back and speaking my truth and, you know, standing my ground and yeah. And so that's, that's kind of what my learnings from that situation. Well, I mean, you, you definitely were standing on your grounds, you know, I mean, first of all, I mean, they, they, they did what they did and then you don't want to accept that. And they go, this is, I don't, I don't accept it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you um, stood, um, stood up basically and uh, with integrity. Um, the process was saying that you know, would I would I handle this differently? What do you think? You know, the thing is that this this kind of instance had happened probably four times prior, and I had reported this person <laughs> to the to the indoor stadium. Ah. So. Okay. Now, uh, All right. So there yeah. are other prior to that. So yeah, that yeah. explains why. Yeah, you react that way. Yeah. You respond that way. Exactly. Yeah. So I think given the situation, I'm actually now at the point where I'm proud of myself for you know I don't think he probably expected me to speak in that way because I'm not very super vocal on the field either, at least not negatively. And so I think maybe he needed to hear those words and hear that women are going to stand up for ourselves and it's not appropriate for you to call me what you call me and expect that I'm not going to say something about it. Um, and so I probably would handle it the same. Maybe, maybe afterwards I might go and try and have a conversation with him. But honestly, that day, I think I might have tried punching him in the face. And so <laughs> probably was the right move to just kind of um, have some space for him at that moment. Well, hang on a minute. The guy already had a four times warning. Yeah. He didn't want to shock. Okay. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to be quiet about it. And then yeah. I think he, you know, I, what do you expect? Come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything that you want to share also, any exciting plans that you have in the near future um, you want to share with us, the listeners out there? Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the biggest exciting thing in my life is really Girl Boss Sports right now, and just it's starting to get a lot of attention, and things are starting to go really well, hiring coaches all throughout the greater Seattle area, and I think one of the, the biggest successes, or at least what I think as one of the biggest success, successes was when um, my one of my role models and favorite soccer players growing up is Michelle Akers and I don't know if you've heard of her before but she was you know World Cup champion and you know I read her books growing up and I reached out to her and was like hey just so you know I started this company it's called Girl Boss Sports it's all about this I would love if you would support and I reached out to a couple other of my you know childhood heroes and soccer players that I really look up to and not thinking anyone would actually respond and I think the, you know, she actually did end up responding, commented on my post, gave me some referrals to some other people. And that was one of those moments where, wow, my childhood hero just commented on my, on my page for Girl Boss Sports and is helping to spread the word. And that was one of my, like, you know, the power of even in still to this day, having female role models and, you know, 
girls looking up to you. So that was definitely a huge moment and something really exciting that happened. Yeah, I, you know, I, the power of mentor, the power of just role models, um, and then continue on to use that. It is, is very important, it's very crucial. If um, I meant, you mentioned about uh, social media posts and everything. If I may offer information, refer you to those who are listening to others, uh, seeking your services, this specific, you know, very inspiring. How can we reach you? What are your, uh, your there is a website. You mentioned it already, I think, earlier, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but the, the website is girlbosssports.com. And then okay. on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn, all under the same name. And so you can find me there. We have information about the services that we offer. We basically do, you know, individual and private and small and large group lessons for girls. And so that's all located on the website. Yeah, I want to check back with you again because um, you, you mentioned about the tackle and everything. Before we go, tell me a little bit about that. I know that you kind of, you know, mention it generally, but tell me a little bit more details. What do you expect out of that and what comes out of that too in the next so many years from now? Is that something mm -hmm. that you're going to be, um, you, you know, integrating with what you already have currently? Yeah. So the Seattle Majestics uh, women's tackle football team is part of the WNFC, which stands for, let's see if I can remember, Women's National Football Conference. And it's basically, you know, from my understanding, what I've read about them is it's a whole bunch of really inspiring women who have been involved in the NFL, who have now banded together and formed this league. It is a nationwide league. So if there's other women who are listening to this and have always wondered what it would be like to play football, you can go to the WNFCfootball.com and see where the different teams are located. And um, so basically what I'm looking forward to, we have games starting in April. We are traveling to California, actually, to Southern California a few times. The I think the championship is called the Title IX games or nine games. Um, and it's going to be located in Colorado. And so that's all really exciting. We would definitely love support because we're trying to build this into a professional level team. Um, there's a five-year plan and all of that uh, that I'm not going to dive into now, but, and I'm not involved in any of that. If you want to, if you probably, if you, the listeners want to learn more about it, I would reach out to the WNFC football, but some really exciting things happen. We were actually just sponsored by Adidas. Um, and there's a whole campaign right. called She Breaks Barriers, um, which is a really awesome campaign that Adidas put forward. And then we were also sponsored by Riddell. And so that's some, obviously some huge sponsorships, which is kind of a first for women's tackle football and some uh, really exciting things happening there as well. Now, most likely, where is the venue going to be in California if you do play here? Uh, we have a few different places. We're playing in L.A., we're playing in San Diego. There's actually a couple teams. Staples, right? Probably in L.A., probably, most likely. That sounds familiar, but I'm not positive, so I don't want to give wrong information. <laughs> I know, but you know what? We're going to check, check back with you again to see what, what's going on with all of this, um, you know, get your updates and everything, keeping up with you. Um, mm -hmm. Certainly, if you ask for support, you know what to do. I mean, you know, just like, you know, we give you a shout out and everything. I mean, just reach out, reach out to me directly and I'll give you a shout out as well in social media. The power of social media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, everybody can see it exponentially growing, right? And mm -hmm. anything, anything. It's just this, like push the button. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Any last words, um, last thoughts from you? Um, as far as um, anything, you know, because you are such a, you just keep moving. You're like me, you're an agro person. Your sport is, is in your blood already. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're in Seattle. So it's like, 
what more can you ask, right? Mm -hmm. So any last thoughts? I think uh, my last thoughts would just be for all of you listening to go after your dreams um, and also to write down what your dreams and goals are just because, you know, research has shown that if you write down your goals, you're significantly more likely to achieve them. And for me, it's, it's best to have between one and three goals. But if you're new to setting goals and definitely stick with one and just with all of the intensity and focus that you have, pursue that dream, pursue that goal, and we all can achieve our, our goals and, you know, together as women. Oh yeah, there's, I totally agree. There's nothing wrong with that. So talk yeah. guys when you're having fun, way too much fun. Yeah. Sarah right here, thank you, my dear. You've been really, it's been really a pleasure. And thank you for joining and sharing your inspiring story here, which hope to resonate to many listeners out there. You know what, after all we women, we are the catalyst to greater things in this planet, right? Whether we know it or not. We need <laughs> to lead by example, our next generation. And mm -hmm. Sarah is doing just that. Thank you for all you do, empowering girls to be leaders of tomorrow, Sarah. And for our listeners, if you enjoy listening to this, please do post and share this podcast to others. You know what to do. Share it, like it, tweet it out, Facebook like it. You know all the crush. You do this every day. Get the word out there. It feeds your soul and feeds the souls of your friends and others around you. Uh, see you next time on We Talk. Women Empowerment with our goal to bring all of us women empowering each other to break through limiting beliefs and achieve our personal and professional goals. Healthy mind promotes healthy body. I love what Sarah said. And thank you to all of you, Sarah Wolfer. We'd love to have you back again soon. And I want to keep up with you. Enjoy Seattle, beautiful place. I love it there too, by the way. <laughs> Until then, this is Nikki Dear, your host. Stay vigilant, stay safe. Collaboration, not competition. God bless. Thank you, Sarah, for all you do. Let's Thank keep in you. touch, okay? Okay, uh, sounds good. Bye. Bye.
our passion to yours. I'm Nikki Dairy Host. God bless. Thank you. Bye. have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes in firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nickydare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nickydare.com, for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety, are available for order on her website, nickydare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare.